Hi, Teddy. Hi, Viv. Tonight, I am going to begin reading you guys Mummies in the Morning. It is book three in the Magic Treehouse series by Mary Pope Osborne. Chapter one, Meow. It's still here, said Jack. It looks empty, said Annie. Jack and his seven-year-old sister gazed up at a very tall oak tree. At the top of the tree was a treehouse. Late morning sunset lit the woods. It was almost time for lunch. Shh, said Jack. What was that noise? What noise? I heard a noise, Jack said. He looked around. It sounded like someone coughing. I didn't hear anything, said Annie. Come on, let's go up. She grabbed the rope ladder and started climbing. Jack tiptoed over to a clump of bushes. He pushed aside a small branch. Hello, he said. Anybody there? There was no answer. Jack, come on, Annie called down. The treehouse looks the same as it did yesterday. Jack still felt that someone was nearby. Could it be the person who'd put all the books in the treehouse? Jack, called Annie. Jack gazed over the top of the bushes. Was the mysterious M person watching him now? Maybe M wanted the gold medallion back, the one Jack had found on their dinosaur adventure. Maybe M wanted the leather bookmark back, the one from the castle book. There was an M on the medallion and an M on the bookmark, but what did M stand for? Tomorrow, I'll bring everything back, Jack said loudly. A breeze swept through the woods, the leaves rattled. Come on, called Annie. Jack went back to the big oak tree. He grabbed the rope ladder and climbed up. When he reached the top, he crawled through a hole in the wooden floor. He tossed down his backpack and pushed his glasses into place. Hmm, which book is it going to be today, said Annie. She was looking at the books scattered around the treehouse. Annie picked up the book about castles. Just yesterday, the castle book had taken Jack and Annie back to the time of nights. Hey, this isn't wet anymore, she said. She handed the book to Jack. You're right, said Jack, amazed. The book had gotten soaked in the castle moat, but today it looked fine. Jack silently thanked the mysterious knight who had rescued them. Watch out, warned Annie. She waved a dinosaur book in Jack's face. Ugh, put that away, Jack said nervously. The day before yesterday, the dinosaur book had taken them to the time of dinosaurs. Jack silently thanked Link thanked the pteranodon who had saved him from a tyrannosaurus rex. Annie put the dinosaur book back with the other books. Then she gasped. Wow, she whispered, look at this. She held up a book about ancient Egypt. Jack caught his breath. He took the book from her. A green silk bookmark was sticking out from behind the between the pages. Jack turned to the page with the bookmark. There was a picture of a pyramid. Going toward the pyramid was a long parade. Four huge cows with horns were pulling a sled. On the sled was a long gold box. Many Egyptians were walking behind the sled. At the end of the parade was a sleek black cat. Let's go there, whispered Annie. Now, wait, said Jack. He wanted to study the book a bit more pyramids jack said annie you love pyramids it was true pyramids were high on jack's list of favorite things after knights and dinosaurs 
plant-eating dinosaurs, that is. He didn't have to worry about being eaten by a pyramid. Okay, he said, but hold the Pennsylvania book in case we want to come right back. Annie found the book with the picture of their hometown in it, Frog Creek, Pennsylvania. Jack pointed to the pyramid picture in the Egypt book. He cleared his throat and said, I wish we could go to this place. Meow. What was that? Jack looked out the treehouse window. A black cat was sitting on a branch right outside the window. The cat was staring at Jack and Annie. It was the strangest cat Jack had ever seen. It was very sleek and dark with bright yellow eyes and a wide gold collar. It's the cat in the Egypt book, whispered Annie. The wind started to blow. The leaves began to shake. Here we go, cried Annie. The wind whistled louder. The leaves shook harder. Jack closed his eyes as the treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. Then everything was still. Absolutely still. Chapter two. Oh man, mummies. Meow. Jack and Annie looked out the window. The treehouse was perched on top of a palm tree. The tree stood with about a dozen other palm trees. They were in a patch of green surrounded by a desert. Meow. Jack and Annie looked down. The black cat was sitting at the bottom of the tree. The cat's yellow eyes were staring up at Jack and Annie. Hi, Annie shouted. Shh, said Jack. Someone might hear you. In the middle of a desert, said Annie. The black cat stood up and began walking around the tree. Come back, Annie called. She leaned out the window to see where the cat was going. Oh, wow, she said. Look, Jack. Jack leaned forward and looked down. The cat was running away from the palm tree toward a giant pyramid in the desert. A parade was going toward the pyramid. It looked exactly like the parade in the Egypt book. It's the picture from the book, said Jack. What are those people doing? asked Annie. Jack looked down at the Egypt Egypt book. He read the words under the picture. When a royal person died, a grand procession took place. Family, servants, and other people followed the coffin. The coffin was called a sarcophagus. It was pulled on a sled by four oxen. Oh, it's an Egyptian funeral, said Jack. The box is called a sar... sar... a sar... Oh, forget it. He looked out the window again. The oxen, the sled, the Egyptians, and the black cat were all moving in a slow, dreamy way. I'd better make some notes about this, said Jack. Jack liked to make notes. He reached into his backpack and pulled out his notebook. Jack wrote, Coffin called sarcophagus. We'd better hurry, said Annie, if we want to see the mummy. Annie started down the rope ladder. Jack looked up from his notebook. Mummy, he said. There's probably a mummy in that gold box, Annie called up. Or in ancient Egypt, remember? Jack loved mummies. He put down his pencil. Goodbye, Jack, called Annie. Wait, Jack called. Mummies, Annie shouted. Oh, man, said Jack. Mummies. Jack shoved his notebook and the Egypt book into his pack. Then he started down the ladder. 
When Jack got to the ground, he and Annie took off across the sand. As they ran, a strange thing happened. The closer they got to the parade, the harder it was to see it. Then suddenly, it was gone. The strange parade had vanished. But the great stone pyramid was still there, towering above them. Panting, Jack looked around. What had happened? Where were the people, the oxen, the gold box, the cat? They're gone, said Annie. Where did they go, said Jack. Maybe they were ghosts, said Annie. Don't be silly. There's no such thing as ghosts, said Jack. It must have been a mirage. A what? Mirage. It happens in the desert all the time, said Jack. It looks like something's there, but it just turns out to be the sunlight reflecting through heat. How could sunlight look like people, a mummy box, and a bunch of cows, said Annie. Jack frowned. It's definitely ghosts, she said. No way, said Jack. Look, Annie pointed at the pyramid. Near the base was the sleek black cat. He was standing alone. He was staring at Jack and Annie. He's no mirage, said Annie. The cat started to slink away. He walked along the side of the pyramid and slid around a corner. Where's he going, said Jack. Let's find out, said Annie. They dashed around the corner just in time to see the cat disappear through a hole in the pyramid wall. Chapter 3. It's alive! Where did he go? said Jack. He and Annie peeked through the hole in the wall. They saw a long hallway. Burning torches lit the walls. Dark shadows loomed. Let's go in, said Annie. Wait, said Jack. He pulled out the Egypt book and turned to the section on pyramids. He read the caption aloud. Pyramids were sometimes called houses of the dead. They were nearly all solid stone except for the burial chambers deep inside. Wow, let's go there to the burial chamber, said Annie. I bet a mummy's there. Jack took a deep breath. Then he stepped out of the hot, bright sunlight into the cool, dark pyramid. The hallway was silent. Floor, ceiling, walls, everything was stone. The floor slanted up from where they stood. We have to go farther inside, said Annie. Right, said Jack, but stay close behind me. Don't talk, don't go, just go, said Annie. She gave him a little push. Jack started up the slanting floor of the hallway. Where was the cat? The hallway went on and on. Wait, said Jack, I want to look at the book. He opened the Egypt book again. He held it below a torch on the wall. The book showed a drawing of the inside of the pyramid. Jack tucked the book under his arm. Then he and Annie headed deeper into the pyramid. Soon the floor became flat. The air felt different, musty and stale. Jack opened the book again. I think we're almost where we need to be. See the picture? The hallway slants up, then it gets flat, then you come to the chamber. See? A strange noise came through the pyramid. Jack dropped the Egypt book. Out of the shadows flew a white figure. It swooshed toward them. <gasps> a mummy, Jack thought. It's alive, Annie shouted. Four. Back.
Jack pulled Annie down. The white figure moved swiftly past them, then disappeared into the shadows. Uh, forget this, stammered Jack. This is impossible. He picked up the Egypt book. What's this, said Annie. She lifted something from the floor. Look, that ghost dropped this thing. It was a gold stick about a foot long. A dog's head was carved on one end. It looks like a scepter, said Jack. What's that, said Annie. It's a thing kings and queens carry, said Jack. It means they have power over the people. Come back, Annie called. We found your scepter. Come back. We want to help you. Shh, said Jack. Are you nuts? But the mummy, that was no mummy, said Jack. It was a person, a real person. What kind of person would be inside a pyramid, asked Annie. I don't know, said Jack. Maybe the book can help us. He flipped through the book. At last, he found a picture of a person in a pyramid. He read, tomb robbers often stole treasures buried inside of the pyramids. Jack closed the book. Oh, it wasn't a mummy, he said. It was a tomb robber. Yikes, a tomb robber, asked Annie. Yeah, a robber who steals stuff. Well, what if the robber comes back, said Annie. We'd better leave. Right, said Jack, but first I want to write something down. He put the Egypt book into his pack. He pulled out his notebook and pencil. He started writing in his notebook. Tomb robber. Jack, said Annie. Hold on a second, said Jack. He kept writing. Tomb robber tried to steal. Jack, look, said Annie. Jack felt a whoosh of cold air. He looked up. A wave of terror shot through him. Another figure was moving slowly toward them, but it wasn't a tomb robber. It was a lady, a beautiful Egyptian lady. The lady wore flowers in her black hair. Her long white dress had many tiny pleats. Her gold jewelry glittered. Here, Jack, Annie whispered, give her this. She handed him the gold scepter. The Egyptian lady stopped in front of them. Jack held out the scepter. His hand was trembling. He gasped. The scepter passed right through the lady's hand. She was made of air. Chapter 5, The Ghost Queen Oh, a ghost, Annie whispered. Jack could only stare in horror. The ghost began to speak. She spoke in a nice voice. I am Hutepi, she said, Queen of the Nile. Have you come to help me? Jack still couldn't speak. Yes, said Annie. For a thousand years, said the ghost queen, I have been waiting for help. Do you think you could help me find my book? We would love to help you find your book, they both said. They stepped toward a wall and saw something called hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics, it's the ancient Egypt way of writing. It's like writing with pictures. The ghost queen smiled at Jack. Thank you for your help, she said. Jack smiled back at her. Then he stepped toward the wall and took a good long look. Oh man, he whispered. Jack and Annie squinted at the pyramid wall. A series of tiny pictures was carved into the stone. There are four pictures here, Jack told the ghost queen. Will you describe them to me, Jack, one at a time, please, she said. 
Jack studied the first picture. Okay, he said, the first one is like this. He made a zigzag in the air with his finger. Like stairs? asked the ghost queen. Yes, yeah, stairs, said Jack, just like stairs. She nodded. Well, that was easy enough, Jack thought. He studied the second picture. The second one has a long box on the bottom. He drew it in the air. The ghost queen looked puzzled. With three things on top like this, said Annie. She drew squiggly lines in the air. The ghost queen still seemed puzzled. Like a hat, said Jack. Hat? said the ghost queen. No, more like a boat, said Annie. Boat? said the ghost queen. She sounded excited. Boat? Jack took another look at the wall. Yeah, it could be a boat, he said. The ghost queen looked very happy. She smiled. Yes, of course, she said. Jack and Annie studied the next picture. The third thing is like something that holds flowers, said Annie. Or like a thing that holds water, said Jack. Like a jug, asked the ghost queen. Exactly, yes, a jug, said Annie. Jack and Annie studied the last picture. And the last one looks like a pole that droops, like a curved stick, but one side is shorter than the other. The ghost queen looked puzzled again. Wait, said Jack, I'll draw it in my notebook, big so you can see it. Jack put down the scepter and got out his pencil. He drew the hieroglyph. A folded cloth, said the ghost queen. Really? said Jack. Yes, that is the hieroglyph for a folded cloth, said the ghost queen. Uh, okay, said Jack. He looked at the fourth hieroglyph again. He still couldn't see the folded cloth. Maybe it was like a towel hanging over a bathroom rod. So that's all of them, said Annie. She pointed at each picture. Stairs, boat, jug, folded cloth. So what does the message mean? Come, she said. She held out her hand. Come with me and I'll show you. And she floated away. Chapter 6, The Scroll Jack put the scepter and his notebook and pencil into his pack. The ghost queen seemed so kind and gentle. He wasn't afraid of her at all anymore. Jack and Annie followed her deeper into the pyramid. Finally, they came to some stairs. The stairs, said Jack and Annie together. The ghost queen floated up. Jack and Annie followed. The ghost queen floated right through a wooden door. Jack and Annie pushed the door. It opened slowly. They stepped into a cold, drafty room. The ghost queen was nowhere in sight. Dim torchlight lit the whole room. It had a very high ceiling. On one side was a pile of tables, chairs, and musical instruments. On the other side of the room was a small wooden boat. <gasps> a boat, said Jack. What's it doing inside Queen Hutepi's pyramid, asked Annie. Hmm, that's odd. Jack and Annie went over to the boat. They looked inside it. The boat was filled with many things, gold plates, painted cups, jeweled goblets, woven baskets, jewelry with blue stones, and small wooden statues. Look, said Jack. He reached into the boat and lifted out a clay jug. <gasps> the jug, said Annie. Jack looked inside the jug. Something's in here, he said. What is it, asked Annie. Jack felt inside the jug. It feels like a big napkin, he said. <gasps> the folded cloth, said Annie. Jack reached into the jug and pulled out the folded cloth. It was wrapped around an ancient looking scroll. Jack slowly unrolled the scroll. It was covered with wonderful hieroglyphs. <gasps> it's her book, whispered Annie. Oh, we found it. Oh man, Jack traced his finger over the scroll. It felt like very old paper. Queen Hutepi, called Annie. We have it, we found your book. Silence. 
opened her teppy, a door on the other side of the chamber creaked open. Maybe she's in there, said Annie. Jack's heart was pounding. Cold air was coming through the open doorway. Come on, said Annie. Wait. No, said Annie. She's waited thousands of years for her book. Don't make her wait anymore. Jack put the ancient scroll into his backpack. Then he and Annie slowly started to cross the drafty room. They came to the open door. Annie went through first. Hurry, Jack, she said. Jack stepped into the other room. It was nearly bare except for a long gold box. The box was open. Its cover was on the floor. Queen Hutepi called Annie. Silence. We found your book. There was no sign of the ghost queen. The gold box glowed. They stepped toward it and peered inside. Chapter 7, Returning the Book Jack and Annie looked inside the box and gently put the book inside. It was time for them to go. Jack held his breath as he backed out of the room and hurried through the boat room and headed down the stairs. At the bottom of the stairs, Jack heaved his own sigh, a sigh of relief. He looked down the hallway. It was empty. Hey, Annie, where are you? He said. No answer. Where in the world was Annie? Jack started down the hallway. Annie, he called. Had she run out of the pyramid? Was she already outside? Annie, help Jack, came a cry. The voice sounded far away. It was Annie, where was she? Help Jack, her cry seemed fainter. Jack stopped, he was running away from her voice. Annie, he called. He went back toward the burial chamber. Jack, her voice was louder, Jack. Jack climbed the stairs. He went back into the boat room. He looked around the furniture, the musical instruments, and the boat. Then he saw it. There was another door. It was right next to the door he had just come through. The other door was open. Jack dashed through it. He found himself at the top of some stairs. They were just like the stairs outside the other door, and it was just like another hallway. Annie, he called. Jack, Annie. Jack, Annie was running through the hallway toward him. She crashed into him. Oh, I was lost, she cried. I think this is one of those false passageways built to fool the tomb robber, said Jack. A false passage, said Annie, panting. Yeah, it looks just like the other hallway, said Jack. We have to go back into the boat room and then out the right door. Just then they heard a creaking noise. Jack and Annie turned around. They looked up the stairs. They watched in horror as the door slowly creaked shut. A deep sound rumbled in the distance and all the torches went out. Yikes. Chapter 9, Follow the Leader. It was pitch dark. What happened? Asked Annie. I don't know. Something weird, said Jack. We have to get out of here fast. Push against the door. Good idea, Annie said in a small voice. They felt their way through the darkness to the top of the stairs. Don't worry. Everything's going to be just fine, said Jack. He was trying to stay calm. Of course, said Annie. They leaned against the wooden door and pushed, but it wouldn't budge. Jack took a deep breath. It was getting harder to breathe and harder to stay calm. What can we do? We have to stay calm. We have to take a deep breath. Let's rest for just a minute, said Jack. 
Maybe we should start down the hall, Annie said. Maybe eventually we'll come to an exit. Jack wasn't sure about that, but they didn't really have any choice. Okay, come on, he said. Let's feel the wall. Jack felt the stone wall and climbed slowly down the stairs. Annie followed. Jack went around a corner, and then another corner, and then some stairs he climbed up. Annie followed. There was a door. Jack pushed against it. Annie pushed too. This door wouldn't budge either. Or was it the same door? Annie took Jack's hand in the dark. She squeezed it. They stood together at the top of the stairs, listening to the silence. Meow. Oh, man, Jack whispered. He's back, said Annie. Meow. Follow him, cried Jack. He's going away from us. Jack and Annie started down the dark hallway, following the cat's meow. Hands against the wall, they stumbled through the darkness. Meow. Jack and Annie kept following the sound all the way through the winding hallway. They went around one corner, then another and another. Finally, they saw a light at the end of the tunnel. They rushed forward out, of the bright sun- out into the bright sunlight. Yay, Annie shouted. But Jack was thinking. Annie, he said, how did we get out of the false passage? The cat, said Annie. But how could the cat do it? asked Jack. Magic, said Annie. Jack frowned, but look, said Annie. She pointed. The cat was bounding away over the sand. Thank you, called Annie. Thanks, Jack shouted at the cat. The cat's black tail waved. Then the cat disappeared in the shimmering waves of heat. Jack looked toward the palm trees. The magic treehouse sat like a bird's nest at the top of one. Time to go home, Jack said. Jack and Annie set off for the palm trees. It was a long, hot walk. At last, Annie grabbed the rope ladder. Jack followed. Once they were inside the treehouse, Jack reached for the book about Pennsylvania. Suddenly, he heard a rumbling sound. It was the same sound he had heard in the pyramid. Look, Annie said, pointing out the window. Jack looked. A boat was beside the pyramid. It was gliding over the sand like a boat sailing over the sea. Then the boat faded away into the distance. Was it just a mirage? Or was the ghost queen finally on her way to the place she was going next? Home, Jack, whispered Annie. Jack opened the Pennsylvania book. He pointed to the picture of Frog Creek. I wish we could go home, he said. The wind began to blow. The treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. Then everything was still, absolutely still. Chapter 10, another clue. Late morning sunlight shone through the treehouse window. Shadows danced on walls and ceilings. Jack took a deep breath. The treehouse was back in the Frog Creek woods. I wonder what mom's making for lunch, said Annie. She was looking out the window. Jack smiled. Lunch. Mom. Home. It all sounded so real, so calm and safe. I hope it's peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, he said. Boy, this place is a mess, said Annie. We'd better make it neater in case M comes back. Jack had almost forgotten about M. Will we ever meet M? Jack wondered. The person who seems to own all the books in the treehouse? Let's put the Egypt book on the bottom of the pile, said Annie. Good idea, said Jack. He needed a rest before he visited any more ancient tombs. Let's put the dinosaur book on top of the Egypt book, said Annie. Yeah, good, said Jack. He needed a long rest before he visited another Tyrannosaurus Rex. The castle book can go on the very top of that pile, said Annie. Jack nodded and smiled. He liked thinking about the knight on the cover of the castle book. He felt as if the knight was his friend. Jack, said Annie, look. She was pointing at the wooden floor. What is it, he asked. You have to see for yourself. Jack walked to Annie and looked at the floor. He didn't see anything. Turn your head a little, said Annie. You have to catch the light just right. 
Jack tipped his head to one side. Something was shining on the floor. He tipped his head a bit more. It came into focus. It was the letter M. It shimmered in the sunlight. This absolutely proved the treehouse belonged to M. There was no doubt about it. Jack touched the M with his finger. His skin tingled. The leaves trembled. The wind picked up. Let's go home now, Jack said. Jack grabbed his backpack. Then he and Annie climbed down the ladder. As they stood on the ground below the treehouse, Jack heard a sound in the bushes. Who's there, he called. The woods grew still. I'm going to bring the medallion back soon, Jack said loudly, and the bookmark too, both of them, tomorrow. Who are you talking to, asked Annie. I feel like Emma's nearby, Jack whispered. Annie's eyes grew wide. Should we look for Em? But just then, their mother's voice came from the distance. Jack! Annie! Jack and Annie looked around at the trees. Then they looked at each other. Tomorrow, they said together. They took off, running out of the woods. They ran down their street. They ran across their yard. They ran into their house. They ran into their kitchen. They ran right into their mom. She was making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. The end. Oh, what a book. That is it for book three, Mummies in the Morning. The next book... Uh, I don't know which book is next. Is it the Tigers one? No, oh, it won't tell me. Well, I can't wait to find out what happens in the next book of the Magic Treehouse series. I love you guys so much. I hope you're having a wonderful rest. Mm -hmm.